And there's times that you get alone, you question, you ask God. Before I, before I forget, Brother Nathan gave me a report today of something that I thought it was a great, outstanding message of what's taking place here. We're a small group, but I believe we're reaching others uh, on our internet and the website that we've got and people getting on the website that we have. He said that um, now they're looking at our preaching and we don't do the whole service, but at, at least the preaching time is surpassing our daycare. Now, the daycare was getting quite a few, and now we surpassed that with that. So people are looking and searching. So that's a, a, a praise report that God is using other avenues, and we do uh, get those out as much as possible. So I praise God for that. If you would open your Bibles to Acts chapter 28. Acts chapter 28. And let's go ahead and read 1 through 6 again like we did last week. <clears throat> and I'm going to ask you, if you would, I'll start out, but if you will continue. I'll just maybe bow out, but go through 1 through 6, chapter 28. This is the last chapter of, book, of the book of Acts. So let's begin reading. Are you ready? Hallelujah. Amen. All right, here we go. Now when they had escaped, they then found out that the island was called Malta. Oh, you sounded so good. It sounded like a choir. I mean, you read so well. Again. I mean, it just eloquently, you just, everything was just very good. Uh, give yourselves a round of applause for that. Touch your neighbor says, you done good. And you may be seated. Let me just review just briefly before we get into the last two points where we started because we were talking about some things. Um, say this with me. It will all come out in the fire. It will come out in the time that God has designed it. You cannot live life without having some issues. How many has ever had those problems and areas and, and troubles come to your way? Uh, there, uh, some people like to paint that you'll never have those, but I'm telling you what, roses have thorns. You pick roses enough, you're going to get stuck. You're going to get the, the pricked a little bit and maybe a little blood being shed. And sometimes you're going to go, mm, and put, put, and life brings those areas. Paul was a man that called of God. And Paul had been already through some things in his life. He had been beaten, left for dead, had been whipped and, and uh, cast into prison. Uh, they'd done so many things against him. Uh, and now he's on a ship doing what God wanted him to do. 
And sometimes when you go through life, you feel like, God, I'm doing all I can do. And sometimes you almost come to a breaking point. How many of you have felt that before? Felt like your emotions are this. And uh, last two, three weeks, uh, it, feel, it felt like uh, the enemy is just kind of en- encompassed me and, and felt like everything was just around me. And, and there have been times I've been driving down the road, tears come to my eyes. And, and I felt like, Lord, what's going on here? What's happening here? And maybe you have felt that uh, in your life. But my mind goes back to the things that God done for me and the faith that God has given me. That helps me to kind of bring myself to stability, bring myself to a standing. God, everything is going to be okay. Say that with me. Everything's going to be all right. There's a song that a a lady that used to, one of the churches that we were at at that point, we were not even uh, just attending and helping out. She used to sing a song in a choir. uh, I truly believe everything's going to be all right. And she'd sing that song. says, I believe everything's going to be okay. Can I encourage you this morning? Everything's going to be all right. Uh, I like what the message we had in Sunday school today, how that uh, Jeremiah gave a message and says that after this time you go through this, that God is going to give you a promise. And the promise is that you're going to be going back to a place that you were pulled from. Can I tell you that we're just passing through this life? And our home is waiting for us, which is called heaven. God is preparing for us a place that is beyond our comprehension. Thank God for that. But as we look through here, as we look through the scripture, uh, our lives become a testimony. Our lives become a sermon. Uh, as Paul said in, in Corinthians, he says that you are an epistle unto the world, that the world is looking for and wanting to know. See, you could talk about your faith. You could talk about your God, but they watch you. And when they see you going through the circumstances, going through the issues, and see how that you trust in God, your testimony is a reflection of God himself. And thank God for your message that you bring to the world. Thank God for the message you bring to your family. Because they're watching you. They see what's going on. They watch Paul. See, in this flesh that we live, we live into unto God. See, I live and I breathe unto the Lord. Sometimes when God allows us to go through things, uh, my pain becomes his gain. Uh, when I go through issues and areas and uh, my emotions are kind of up and down and sometimes people are watching you and seeing what's going on, your words, your actions, uh, they're saying, okay, uh, your God is really helping you out. And that's when you can really pour into them and say, look what the Lord is doing. Not just what has he done, but look what he is doing in my life. Something that we notice, uh, sometimes the enemy comes to our lives and how many has ever felt like the enemy just camped on your doorstep? Am I the only one <laughs> where it felt like, uh, on oh, my doorstep, he's put up a tent. Matter of fact, he's done more than a tent. He's put up a, a house. <laughs> he's, he says, I guess, and sometimes I, I look to the Lord and I says, uh, all right, enough, devil, enough. And I talk to the Lord and says, enough is enough. I've done my quota. How many has ever felt like that before? Am I the only one that's ever felt like uh, uh, you come and says, you need to go someplace else. I've done already what I've done. Move on. How many knows he doesn't? He doesn't move on. You may pray about that all you want, but he, he's after you. He's wanting to do it. 
Sometimes I say, God, just go down, just let him go down the road. Let him go down to the other church. Let him go down to the other place. <laughs> he's, he's done everything he can here and says, enough is enough. But sometimes you just have to let the Lord do what he says. They say, one thing I've learned over the years, uh, God orders my steps. And my days are ordered. Uh, my area, see, God, when I gave my heart to God and I become uh, more than just a, a believer, I become a follower, I become a disciple, I become that one that wants to follow and do what he asked me to do. Uh, my days are not my own. I've been bought with a price. And sometimes when the fire has been heated up, and sometimes when the fire is there, God, what's going to take place? And God has just set me up uh, for a, to be a witness. And see, uh, when I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, when I received the, the Spirit of God in my life, uh, that Spirit that came into me, that Spirit that gave me that power, it gave me the power to become a witness. My faith becomes uh, uh, somewhere that it's in the limelight. Others are watching to see what is going to take place. God wants to reveal His power and His presence through you. Touch your neighbor and says He's ready to reveal Himself. One thing I noticed in, uh, as we read this, God will not sometimes, uh, sometimes he presents his trouble. And the Bible says he's in the very presence, very present. Say he's present. In the time of trouble. Not from trouble, but in trouble. And sometimes when we face those areas, and I'm telling you, we're coming in some areas that the church, godly people are going to face some issues. Now is the time to get your roots, as my wife says. Now is the time to get your faith where it needs to be. Now is the time to allow God to help you and let him become that refuge. Most of the time when I get into trouble sometimes, though, I start asking God, and I start praying to God, God, don't you understand what's going on? How many ever done that before? I question God. Not only that question, I says, God, I'm going through this. You don't think God don't see <laughs> you don't thank God. And you know, sometimes when I was younger, I used to tell him, he says, this is what you need to do. God, this is the action you need to take. God, this needs what's happening. And sometimes I'd even quote his word to him. <laughs> you know what? Trouble is still there. Nothing went by God's eyes. Nothing went by God's throne. He understands. He knows all about it. But he's setting you up. He's given you that course to be a witness for him. Praise God for that. See, we see that where Paul survived the shipwreck. Paul had already gone through so many things in his life, and now he was going to go before the emperor, and God had called him to go before the emperor. And by that, he was in a shipwreck, doing what he knew, knows to do best. Sometimes you feel like, God, I'm going down for the last time. Then all of a sudden, you find yourself on the shore. You find yourself in that place. And you just kind of says, I just barely made it. How many of you ever felt like that before? I just barely made it. Can I make it any further? Can I go any further? Yeah, let me give you some encouragement. God's got it all worked out. Hmm. Let me say that again. God's got it all worked out. You ain't going under. You ain't going down. You might as well look up. God, you've got this for whomever I'm coming in contact with. God, you're going to use this for your glory. This is the time that you're taking me through, but I'm going through. God, you're there in everything that I do, everything that I go through. Praise God. See, Paul has been rejected by so many, but you know what? He wasn't rejected by God. And you are 
either. God loves you. God cares for you. God is not rejecting you, but God is there for you. We see this. I give some points. Four points I'm going to bring out. Let me give you the first one that we talk. I'm not going to go over it, all of it, but provision. Say provision. provision. See, when he had been shipwrecked, landed on the shore, maybe by a board, maybe swimming, hanging on by something, by a thread, it felt like, and he landed on shore, and all of a sudden, he was cold. How I many does when you get wet, you can get cold, especially if it gets nighttime. And all of a sudden, he looks up, and what happened? A fire, something to warm himself. Here's the, th the kicker, was it? It was the people from the island. It was the people that wasn't their church folk. And sometimes God uses people outside the realm you think that would be there for you. God says, I'll provide for you. I'll give you provision for you in this time. And fire came. He was there warming up. But the one thing with provision, what God gives, sometimes people just take it in. Paul wasn't that away. He says, you know what? I'm going to jump in and help. And when he jumped in and help, he started picking up sticks. Touch your neighbor and said, are you picking up sticks? Ask him that. What happened? He started picking up sticks. God allowed him to do that because he wanted to add to what was going on and what was happening because the people showed so much kindness and they were showing so much kindness to those that was in that, that shipwreck. See, God can provide without our help. Can I tell you that? The fire, he didn't build. Paul didn't. The fire, he didn't start. Somebody else, can I tell you, God will use what he needs to do to supply your need according to his and where? Glory. It starts in glory and it flows down here. Thank God for his riches. He will supply your need. You may not think so, but I'm telling you, you need to wake up and look around. Last night we got a little rain and I've been working hard. I said, God, I need to get this done. God, you see what's going to take place and what we're getting ready to do. I need to get this done. God gave me enough strength. I thank God for it. I was wore out by the end of that time. And we sat down and we was eating and all of a sudden here comes the rain. I said, thank you, Lord. Provided at the right time. Now, Brother Nathan is praying against the rain. He's wanting a septic system. So I'm just praying, God, keep the rain from there, but give us the rain over here. How many knows he can? And he will. But what he's doing, he was setting him up. The fire, the provision, everything that was going on, and it wasn't by his hands, it was by God's. Say this, God is my provider. God will provide in everything. Even when he was gathering up those sticks, he provided the sticks. And even sometimes when you take unto your bosom the things that you know, sometimes when you take people around you and says, I know these are part of what's going to happen. You know what? How many's ever been bitten before? Am I the only one that's ever had somebody talk about you? Am I the only one that's had a knife put to your back? There's times that you have those issues and areas in your life where people will do things or circumstances will happen. He was picking up sticks, adding to the fire. But can I tell you the second point, protection. 
Even when you're doing something, you feel like, oh, God, what's going on here? And all of a sudden, you start throwing that, and out of that fire comes a viper, comes something that is venomous. And it seems like maybe you're going down. But can I tell you, God knows how to protect those that he has called. God loves to protect those that he has called. God will protect those that he has called. God is protecting you, and no curse can come nigh you because God has blessed you. See, what God has blessed, no cursing can come your way. I'm too blessed to be cursed. I'm too blessed to be depressed. I'm too blessed to see what God said. God protects those that he calls, and he called Paul. Can I tell you, that's divine protection for your life and for your journey. Praise God for that. See, there's times that people try to put something on you, but you got to understand where I come from. I'm the seed of Abraham. And what God spoke to Abraham still overflows in me. I'm his child. I'm a child of God. And what happens is that they may curse, but God will bless. And when God's blessed, the cursings go back to that person that they go back to, or that issue or situation. Praise God for his divine protection. Aren't you glad for that? Can I tell you this? Can I just be as honest as I can? There's times that God protects me for myself. <laughs> There's times I'm thinking, God, I messed up. God, I messed up. And I, I'm thinking I'm rattling myself and I'm kicking myself. But God protects me in those times when I've even messed up. When I don't know which way to turn, which way to go. I said, God, I don't know. And God protects me. God keeps me from those things. When I take the wrong turn or I do the wrong thing and all of a sudden something happens, you're going, thank you for the protection that you give. Praise God for that protection, divine protection. Paul had a snake that bit him, got a hold of him real tight and wouldn't let go. People were watching him. They were looking to see what was going to take place in his life. How many of you have ever been snake bit? I've said that before. Sometimes you do. But what did Paul do? He stays standing. Third point, perseverance. Perseverance. We have provision, protection, and perseverance. Sometimes people just give up before God brings the victory. They give up too quick. What was Paul doing? He'd been bitten, but he remained standing. He stood by what he was doing. There's some people that get bit and they fall by the wayside. They almost die. They come off the, you know what was going on? People around him was watching him. He'll be dead in a few minutes. Didn't the scripture says they were watching? Notice what was taking place. Gossip was going on. How many's ever been gossiped on? How many stood for something and then people come against you? Sometimes you take a stand for the things of God and there's others that, that even supposed to be part of what you think, believe the same way you, and you take a stand, wait a minute, the Bible says this, and what happens? They come against you. They start gossiping about you. They start putting you down. They did with Jesus. Everywhere Jesus went, he had the religious folk. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are by healing the sick, raising the dead, feeding the 5,000 plus? Not just once, but he fed thousands another time. And he was doing some raising the dead. And even when he raised Lazarus from the dead, they wanted to take him out. 
There may be some others that want to latch a hold of you. So that's stone him. Let's get rid of him. Let's get moving on out of here. But you know what Paul did? And I loved what he did. He stood. Can I tell you, you're still standing? You're still coming? You're still doing what God says to do? You're sitting here. <clears throat> Look at your neighbor and says, you're still standing. You're still holding on. Paul was still holding on, and he was still standing the test that was going his way. And sometimes you just need to stand. When you've done all you can do, stand your ground. When you've done all you do, raise your shield and the faith and let it raise up and take the darts, the gossip that was around. You know what? He did not let that shake him. You know what he did? I like what he did. He shook the snake off, the viper off, into the fire. Sometimes when you're bit, sometimes, it, 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 you know, sometimes people get so fearful of that. You need to shake it off. Say, shake it off. Mm, praise God. See, something that I noticed, he was kept in the fire, not kept from the fire, but kept in the fire. Maybe sometimes when you go through a situations and you're thinking, God, am I going to make it? You just need to shake yourself and shake everything that's coming against you. Enough is enough. And you need to say, wait a minute, mind, we're trusting in God. We're doing what God's called us to do and stand the test of time. Stand the test that God has placed you with. Stand what there. And maybe others don't understand. Maybe they're gossiping about you. Maybe they're uh, saying, wait a minute. See, sometimes the gossip is worse than the getting the bite. Sometimes it's worse than getting that, being bitten by what the snake is getting. Sometimes they look at you and say, the corner's coming your way, we're calling him. So you're going to die. But you know what? When you stand and they start looking at you, God says, I prepared this time for you to witness to these people. These people that needed the gospel, but they needed to see somebody that's genuine, that's true, that's standing the test of time. And you are that individual. You are that person. God's placed you at the place where you work at, your family, the areas that you live in, because God is wanting to use you to show who he is to the people around you. Even though they were <laughs> wanting to see him die, he didn't. Perseverance. Say perseverance, which means being preserved. That's all it means. I'm preserved and preserved in the things of God. Fourth point, perception. Perception. Sometimes we perceive things while others are saying. And sometimes we act upon what others say, but how many knows we need to trust in the Lord? We need to trust in his word. We need to trust what he says. I can't look at people. I've got to do what he says. I can't wait for somebody to come alongside me. I must act now. I must act upon his word now. There's a lot of people yielding to what the government is saying. A lot of people yielding to what other people are saying. But you know what? I cannot yield. I must stand upon the word of God. He is my healer, even though they say that you're not healed. He is my financier, even though they say you don't have enough in your bank account. He is my provider when they say you don't have it. He is my all in all. That's what we need to start standing upon. Paul was standing on it. Perception is the biggest thing. What did Paul do? He shook it off. He shook off the gossip. He shook off what people were saying. He was hearing what they were saying. Sometimes the devil will let you hear what others are saying. 
to try to discourage you, try to bring you into a, a captive state. I'm going to bite you, but I'm going to let you hear whatever else is saying about you. If you'll stand, God will let you stand even taller than you've ever stood before. You know what this reminds me of? Commitment. Paul was committed to the things of God. He was saying, I'm not done yet. I've got a commission. I've got something I must do. I have a mission. I must appear before the emperor. I must appear before the one that God's called me to do. Paul was committed. Are you committed to the things of God? Do you waver during the week? Do you waver when things hit you? Are you struggling with your walk with the Lord? Now is the time to shake yourself and shake it off and say, wait a minute, thus saith the Lord, I'm going through. Even though Paul went through it, he still could say this, he's still God. He's still God. Some of you have been going through some of these areas in your life. As I was praying and seeking the Lord this morning, God brought some of you to my face. And others that's not even here been been hit by one thing or another. But I'm here to tell you, no matter if you've been shipwrecked, no matter if you just barely made it, I just made it, and all of a sudden you get hit with something else, and you feel the pressure. How many's been feeling the pressure? Let's see this in hands. I'm, sometimes you feel pressure. Maybe it's at home. Maybe it's at work. Maybe it's with the finances, maybe with your health. But I'm here to tell you, you're still standing, and God's protecting, God's providing. Now people are watching, and God's got you in a place, and perception is a big thing. But not only for Paul, he had, could not hear what they said. He had to focus on what God said. He was committed to the things of God. I, I like what, <laughs> see, it, you can shout when you're feeling good. Sometimes people just say, oh, I can shout. But give me somebody that's going through some aches and pains, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you see them get up and do what they normally can't do. You know, I see Mark back there. And there was time he didn't have his vehicle in his possession, but he was still walking to church. And every step, I would think about this, I'm marching on. I'm marching on. I'm moving on. Raising his kids, doing a fine job by himself. That, that's not an easy task, but he's doing what God says to do. He's preserved Preservation is that he's made his mind up. I'm committed to do what God says. And many of you are the same way. You've made your mind up, but you feel like you uh, kind of hit that uh, roadblock. But yeah, I'm telling you, stay committed. Stay committed. But you know what? When you've got those aches and pains and you can still shout, you know what? Those people, those are the ones, those are the ones that you know deep in their heart, they're serving God for the right reason. You may have aches and pains. You may be going through emotional distress. But when you can lift your voice and say, My God still rules. My God still reigns. My Redeemer lives. And you can shout from deep inside yourself. You know that you know that your Lord has provided for you. Your Lord is protecting you. Your Lord is preserving you. But he's brought you to this place that others are seeing that your God is real. Doesn't always happen overnight. Perceptions is very important for you and for others. They must understand what perception brings. Thank God for what he has. See, when Paul first lands on shore, they built him a fire. He got bitten. They called him a murderer. 
When trouble came, they changed their mind about him. How many of you ever had trouble come your way and people start changing their mind about you? He must have brought it on himself. That's what they were saying. He's a murderer. He made it through the ship and the shipwreck, but now he's got here, now judgment. He got to do it on himself. Something's happened. He's brought it on himself. How many of you ever had people tell you that? Sometimes we look at people and we say, they've got to bring it on themselves. I understand reaping and sowing, but on some things when you're doing for God, people are watching you. See, as I said earlier, the devil will let you hear what people are saying. And if you just listen to what the devil's saying and what other people are saying, you'll stop. God won't want you to stop. Touch your neighbor. It's not time to stop. See, it wasn't bad enough just for the snake, but it was the gossip. And sometimes people are talking about you and doing things against your back. When we went through some issues years ago, and our family was being torn apart, not many people in the church, not many people around us was involved in it on a personal level, only just a few. But I'm telling you, people talked. What's, what was that pastor? What's going on with that pastor? What's happening? You know what? The snake was trying to bite. I've had some says, how could you stand the test of time? Because I wasn't listening to them. I was listening to this. I was listening to what God said. I know what he said. I know what he says today. I understand what's going on. My life is not my own. See, most were accusing me, accusing this and that situation and that. But can I tell you now, they're looking at him and he says, you stood the test of time. I've had family members years ago when I give my heart to God, says, you won't last. Now they come to me, says, you made it. How did you make it? So he started out. Can I put it this way? They've done this to Jesus. Let's crown him. Come into the city. Let's put a crown on him right now. A few days later, crucify him. Perception came one way. All of a sudden, turned around another. Crucify him. Crucify him. Crown him. Crucify him. That's what they were saying to Paul. We've prepared a fire for him. Can I tell you this? If you base your faith on people's perceptions, you will lose out of everything. Matter of fact, you will lose your mind. Amen, pastor. Hallelujah, pastor. If I listened to people all the time, what they had to say, you know what? I would lose my mind at times because they're saying one thing and saying another, but I know what the Lord told me. I know what he said about me. I'm hanging on to what his word says. I have fought the good fight. I have kept the faith. Therefore, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, but not just for me, but for those who love his appearing. He's coming back, church. Now is not the time to look down, but now is to shake things off and put it in the fire that God can burn it up, that God can take you higher than you need to go, that you ever thought you could go. Something I noticed when God decides to give you favor Ain't no one, ain't nothing going to stop it. No devil in hell can do that. See, God will even make people to pour into your life. God will make people to take notice of you. 
Can I put it this way? It'll come to a point they don't even like you. They don't even know why. I mean, have people look at me and say, I don't know why I like you. I don't know why I want to be around you. I had a black lady that uh, she's no longer working at Zimmer Biomat, and it was just a small passing because she was working for Zimmer as a uh, one attempt. She was a contract person. And she come in, and next thing you know, she's, I, I would go get me some coffee and then come back. She's following me. I thought, what is going on here? And so she followed me in and she'd say, how you doing today? It's great. How are you? She's doing good, doing good. Get my coffee, go back to, this went on for a few weeks. And I finally looked at her and I says, everything okay? You come back. She goes, I just need to be around godly people. I looked at her and I says, she goes, my dad's a pastor. She says, you're a pastor, aren't you? And I go, yes, I am. She goes, you can tell the spirit. People are watching. They're looking. She's no longer at the company, but people will put you in, God will put you in people's paths and different circumstances. And you may think it's all for the bad, but God has a purpose. Even if you have to take a little longer to get in the house, even if you have to take a little longer the long way around, there's a reason why God is doing what he's going to do. Even though that it may take a little bit longer and you think it shouldn't take this long, but God says, I've got a purpose for it. I've got a reason for it. <clears throat> See, when it fits into God's purpose, he will make them like you, he will make them bless you, and he will give you favor in times and seasons. Stand to your feet, if you would, please, all the building.